Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Bob Stoffer joining you along with Brendan Escott on Oilers Now. We're having one of those days. All right, we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. It is 134 in Edmonton, and our headliner today is Edmonton Oilers Assistant General Manager Keith Gretzky. Our headliner is brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Trent Wilhock and staff Wilhock, they did an awesome job. Wilhock Beef Jerky. Without further ado, as promised, Edmonton Oilers Assistant General Manager Keith Gretzky. Keith, it was great seeing you in Anaheim albeit briefly yesterday, and uh, I jinxed the Alberta Golden Bears, so, you know, I'm bummed out about that. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Oh, you know, not bad. So, let's get to it. Uh, Bakersfield Condors, uh, you've clinched a playoff spot. That's the good news for the hockey club, and it happened with a victory uh, Saturday uh, against uh, Henderson. Just a thought on uh, how your team's been playing a bit of late under uh, interim head coach Colin Chalk. I think we've played pretty good. I, I like the, uh, you know, I think we've continued the way when Woody was here, we've continued to play that, that style of pursue the puck and, you know, uh, standing up on the blue line and, and not giving a lot up. When we play good as a team, you can win. And, and when you, uh, you know, don't execute well, you, you're, you're not going to win. So I think for the most part, I, I'm really happy how, how guys are stepping up as different guys all the time and we've had some injuries and and we've given Stu a night off he was getting a little tired and we were kind of riding him and I think also the travel of going back and forth Edmonton it, it kind of wears on you so we gave him a night off uh, on Saturday night and and uh, the team really played well for uh, for Connell Olaf. 30, 18, 5, and 5. Uh, you're currently tied for fourth spot in the Pacific Division. Uh, how many, is six teams make it out of the Pacific, Keith? Is that right? No, no, it's uh, seven. So it's one gets a bye, two versus seven. So it goes like okay. that. So three, six, four, five. So the top four teams get home get home ice then, right? So that's how yeah, it works. You want to be you know, that. You're trying to get home ice. And, and it's, you know, the whole, our side of, uh, our side is very tight. All the teams are very good teams, and and um, it's going to come down the last weekend probably. All right. Well, you opened up the window there. You talked a bit about the injuries. Let's start with Philip Broberg because uh, 
obviously a huge priority for Oilers fans and for the Oilers organization. I know he suffered a little, uh, I believe it was a, a knee injury of some sort a couple weeks ago. Is there any update uh, at this time on the Oilers' eighth overall pick, 2019 NHL entry draft? A guy that a lot of fans have, uh, we get asked about Broberg a lot, and a lot of people think he's going to be on the Oilers next season. Where are we at right now with a guy who's got 20 points in 28 games plus 10 in the minors this year? Uh, you know, first of all, it's a little bit of his ankle more than his knee. His knee's fine, but he, he's coming along. Okay. I think he's ahead of schedule. He's uh, he's got good motion in it today, and and he's been working hard at it. It's his really first injury where he's missed time, and I think it's a little shocker for him at first. But uh, I think he's overcome that, and and you know he comes in every day, and he, I think he's ahead of schedule where he, where we thought he would be, and and it just takes time to make sure. Uh, you know that he's 100 percent we're not going to race him you know could we use him yes and he's got to be 100 percent uh before you know he really plays another game for us and it's more in the, the big picture of things and and with the oilers i mean to make the playoffs we we got to make sure he's 100 percent right and just in case there's injuries up there so there's no there's no sense forcing him but we're really happy where the where his progress is at and and he's ahead of schedule you guys have what eight games left in the regular season? Is that right? Well, or more than that? We a little more than that. We we play in um, we play tomorrow or Wednesday against San Jose, and then two up in Colorado. And then we play San Jose, and we got Abbotsford, San Jose, Tucson, Stockton, Stockton, Abbotsford. So we got a bunch of games left, and and we just got to make sure everybody's healthy. Well, so what do you guys play? Uh, Sixty-eight games, seventy games. How many games do you play yeah, this year? We got we have ten games left, and and next year goes to seventy-two. Okay. So so, so you're at sixty-eight so, you this know, year. Yeah. Yeah. So we just got to make sure everybody's you know on the same page, and you know he probably wants to get out there sooner than later, but we, we've got a schedule and and we have priorities, so we'll make sure he's one hundred percent before we push him too far. All right, so two left shot D, you know, that are important prospects for the Oilers are Marcus Niemelainen, whose wife just had a baby, uh, and I think Oilers fans are excited about. And then D- Dmitry Samarukov, who's had some injury issues, Keith. Uh, miss, you know, got shut down last year in the KHL for shoulder surgery, and uh, I, I he got hit from behind. I, I don't know. You, do you have any update? Is it too early to tell where you're at right now? He did not finish the game, Dmitry Samarukov. He plays a lot of minutes for you. Um, what's what's the latest on him? Did not finish the game the other night against uh, Henderson. Yeah, he got hurt in in the second period, and he's gone to see the doctor this afternoon and. Um, it's his shoulder. We think we don't know for sure, but he's been playing great. He he's been him and DeHarnay, uh been playing twenty plus minutes, twenty four, twenty five minutes, and he's really taken a step. And and uh, hopefully, you know, it's not too serious. We won't know until later today, tomorrow morning. And but he's really come on and and you know really learned to defend well and uses his reach so he he's made big strides and nemo's nemo he's been really good for us uh is there a concern with samarukov that it can keep him out uh, for a few weeks yeah there is you don't know until he goes there and and gets all the the x-rays and the work done and then you know we'll proceed uh accordingly and see what happens so you know we're in touch with uh, our doctors with the doctors in edmonton so they're just waiting for all the tests to to get done and send up to them too. 
Keith Kretzky is the assistant general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. He runs Bakersfield's farm team. Uh, Cooper Marodi and Raphael Lavoie did not play Saturday in Henderson. Any update on either of those two players? I think Coop, Coop's about, uh, you know, maybe next week he, he'll be back. He's, he's, uh, he's not bad. I think it's, again, it's just got to make sure he's 100%. And Rafi, he's, the key is going to the doctors today too. And, you know, we don't know exactly what it is with, with Raf, so we just got to wait and see, uh, like Sammy and get the results back either today or tomorrow. He's had a, a- Lavoie's had an interesting year, Keith. He didn't do much, and then he got red hot for about a 15-game stretch and put up about 20 points, and then he went quiet again. Uh, kind of an up-and-down year for him, and is that just the reality of being a first-year pro in the AHL? I think it's the biggest thing. Everybody thinks that you can come in and, you know, score like you did in, you know, whatever league you're in, if it's the Quebec League, the Western League, or the Ontario League. It's It's a tough league, and you're playing against men, and you're playing against guys that are – that are you know fighting for their jobs and it's it's hard and and you look at our right side we have Sevier, Marodi, Griffith, Raff, and Cambitz. We have five really strong right wingers, so it's also ice time, you know, and you got to earn it. It's not just handed to you. And I think Raffy, it's been a, a good learning year. Um, I, the work ethic has has uh, really amped up for him, which is a really good thing for him. A lot of fans are texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Can you ask Keith about Dylan Holloway? Uh, I know he had seven points over four games. Keith, are you seeing some significant progression here over the last three or four weeks? I think with Dylan, it's, first of all, everybody's got to realize he missed a whole year. You know, and and that's it's hard. Everybody thinks it's easy. You just put on the skates. You don't forget what you did. And it's but the thing is, is that you got to play with confidence. And when you play with confidence, good things happen. And I at the beginning with Dylan, I thought he was really good, and then he fell off uh, for a while. And I I think probably the last three and a half four weeks he's been amazing. He's he's penalty killing. Um, he's tenacious on the puck. Um, you know he's making really heads up plays that maybe at the beginning of the year he wasn't wasn't making and um you know he's playing with Malone and Seeger which is a really good compliment to the to the line to help him out as older guys and I, I see a totally different player in in the last month with Dylan so again it's progress you got to you know cool the jets a bit as much as you want him up there yesterday it's it, this is the right spot for him He's succeeding. He has to succeed down here before you get called up. So good on good on Dylan. He's he's worked hard and and I see a different player and and that again it comes with confidence. He's been a, off for a year and and he's starting to play really really well and you want to be impactful down here and and Dylan's doing that for the last month. He's been you know everything we've asked and and then some. So but it's 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 a process and and uh, good on him. Brendan Perlini is an interesting player. Keith Gretzky, the Edmonton Oilers assistant GM, he runs the firm team in Bakersfield. Brendan had a stretch where he scored four goals in seven games for the Oilers this year. He's always been able to put the puck in the net. Uh, down in the minors, he's played 17 games for you now. He's got a point per game, including 11 goals. Uh, at that level, Keith, is he a pretty impactful player? Very impactful. He's... Uh... 
you know, he's he's a guy who can change a game for you, and, and he can skate, he's big, and he's got a great shot. And, you know, I think when guys get sent down, they, they drag their lip a bit, and they're de- disappointed, and, you know, everybody thinks they should be there. And with with Pearls, he's been outstanding as a teammate, and, and you know, he's fit in really well. And, and he boy, he has, you know, people there in Edmonton know he can fire that puck, and, you know, he, he's a game-changer down here for us. Uh, we're joined right now by Keith Gretzky. Keith, Ty- Tyler Benson also went down. Um, you know, had a little bit of a window in the National Hockey League, got some games in, uh, scored a goal, but, uh, you know, didn't play a lot of minutes. How's he looked since his return? I think Benny's played really well. He's come down with a great attitude. Um, and that's the biggest thing, first of all, is, is how you handle the, you know, being sent down back to the minors when you've been there almost the whole year. So good on, on Benny for having a great attitude. He's worked hard. And I see it, you know, in the last couple of games, he's starting to handle the puck a lot more and, and making making some plays. I think he got that that taken away part of his game. Um, you know, he's playing that grinder type game and agitator and you know down here he's got enough skill to be a difference maker and I see the last couple of games he's starting to handle the puck more and, and making more plays so good on him he's he's just got to keep plugging away Keith you mentioned Stuart Skinner how different is your team when you have him in between the pipes well I think it's just experiences is down here is you got to have a good goaltender and nothing against the other goalies they're young and Stu's been here for a while and, and it you know, everybody thinks it's a you know, because you're great in that league or whatever, you're gonna come in and, you know, carry the load in the American League and you know, you look where Stu was three years ago, he was in the coast at times and, you know, trying to find his game and I give him a lot of credit uh with him and, and Sly, our goalie coach and Swartzy and they've done a great job, but it's at the end of the day it's always up to the goaltender or the player to, you know, do what you need to get done and, and Stu has worked really, really hard. Um I think last game that he played, we didn't play good in front of him. And when we usually don't do that, he's been, you know, the rock back there. And I think I think he just got a little tired. And, and you know, when when your team isn't good in front of you, it's, it's hard. And he's played a lot of hockey. And, um, you know, everything he's done, he carries our, our team. He's, he's the, he's the guy who's going to, we're going to go as far as he, as he takes us when, when, uh, you have a goaltender like Stu and with experience and he's been here for a few years. So that's what you really depend on. All right, let me ask you this, uh, Keith. Uh, Ryan Fante was signed, uh, goaltender out of University of Minnesota Duluth, a perennial NC, a, a quiet, like they're not seen as a, you know, as a, as a Denver or Michigan or BU or BC, except they won back to back national titles in 18 and 19. He almost got them to the frozen four. The Oilers signed him to a two year deal and an ATL, so he can go down. Uh, is he with you guys right now down in Bakersfield, Ryan Fanti, or and if not, when do you expect him? He arrived last night and he skated today. Um, he's going to stay for a week. He has to do some school and he goes. He's going to go back and then come back. So hopefully this week we have three games and hopefully we uh, can find him a game to see what he's got and just give him a taste of what pro hockey is about. It's again, I've said it before. Everybody thinks you can come down and just you know succeed right away and it takes time it's it's a good league it's it's where 
players go to develop and you look at good hockey players like we said about Broberg and it's it's a great spot for him he you know I saw a difference from October running the power play to January when he was here running the power play so it's it's a good it's a good uh you know taste for Ryan and and hopefully we get a game this week for him great stuff Keith much appreciate the time best of luck with your matinee on Wednesday thank you Bob and anytime have a great day there you go. That is Evans Daughters Assistant GM Keith Gretzky brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-Y-L-H-A-U-K today. We'll tell you that cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Rich Ford and Wetaskiwin are now 11-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. It's a tremendous honor for the staff, Uncle Belt Rich, Johnny and the gang. They're dedicated to ensuring your customer experience is outstanding. Reach out to Brent Rich Ford at one 877 That's 1-877-477-36. 73 or visit brentridge.com it is 149 in edmonton when we come back this day in order's history and we're talking playoffs at a game that i was at in 1984 you're listening to orders now subscribe to the oilers now podcast available on apple podcasts google podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts oilers now with bob stopper on 630 chad Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Jim Mora, absolute legend from back in the day. And speaking of playoffs, as we go to Listy and Oilers history for New West Travel, you can fly nonstop on a great Oilers roadie with Flair Airlines to watch the Oilers play. Oh, wait, that's, uh, well, you know what? That one's sold out. Uh, we've got... Uh, the uh, depending upon where Edmonton plays in the playoffs, you can jump aboard at newwesttravel.com, put your name on the list, and see if uh, uh, you can make your way for an Oilers uh, road trip performance come playoff time. Going back to 1984, and I was in the house at what was then known as Northlands Coliseum while attending Harry Inley Composite High School in the city's southwest side. What happened on this date in 1984, Brendan Escott? Yari Curry's first career playoff hat trick added a, an assist while Paul Coffey scored two goals and two assists, led the Oilers past the Winnipeg Jets 9-2 in Game 1 of the Smythe Division semifinals at Northlands. Talk about a statement in Game 1, 9-2. You know, the funny thing is, Brendan, what I recall at that time, uh, first of all, John Short had the show uh after the games and Rod was doing the the call of the games and it was awesome to later work with Rod late in Rod's career and uh you know to get know get to know John a bit um there was a lot of concern in oil country at that time that these you know these oilers they of course they'd upset Montreal and people forget this in 1980, when Edmonton made the playoffs, there were 21 teams in the NHL. The Oilers came in 16th. They claimed the last spot. They played the Flyers. They lost in three, including two in OT. In 1981, their second year in the NHL, the Oilers played. They came 14th out of 21 teams. Like, if you finish, you know, with one of the worst third records of the NHL, you don't make the playoffs today in the NHL because there's 32 teams. But back then, there was only 21. And, of course, the Oilers upset the Canadians in a massive upset, three straight in uh, 1981, lost to the Islanders in six, and everybody thought the Oilers were tracking to, you know, potentially win the Cup in the next couple of years. Then they got upset by the Kings in 82. Lost in five. 
was a way bigger upset than Chicago beating Edmonton in the bubble. Chicago was Stanley Cup pedigree with three Hall of Fame players beating the Oilers in 2020. Then Edmonton lost in uh, in the Stanley Cup final in 83. They had a good run, lost to the Islanders. Going into that 84 playoff year, the Oilers had, had a stretch where they dropped five straight games, including losing 11-0 in Hartford. There were a lot of people that did not think that Edmonton was going to win the Stanley Cup in the 1984 playoffs. But they open up. Big win against the Winnipeg Jets in the state back in 1984. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list, there are 15 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Star for recommendations, the Mediterranean Chicken. Just on uh, the Edmonton locations, there's 15 in Edmonton. There's now four Royal Pizzas in Calgary. So uh, if you've got uh, Calgarian friends that you admit to, Tell them about Royal Pizza. Everything's real at Royal, still making it great. And visit uh, royalpizza.ca for more information. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we will have Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Standard Bed Racing down at Century Downs Racetrack in Calgary, where you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. We'll tell you that we'll have a sit-down conversation with Edmonton Oilers forward Derek Ryan. And a little hint here, it might uh, coincide with some events over the last 48 hours on a couple different fronts. And uh, maybe we'll work on getting a hold of Rob Brown, too, since we struck out uh, today with the Oilers Radio. I think he ended up on the ice uh, coaching over at his school. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Rob Breckenridge uh, from 2 to 3, then 6.30 chat afternoons, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. Jay Lynn Nye will be at it. And Reed Wilkins has got inside sports tonight from 6 to 8. Thank you to John Shannon, Reed Wilkins, and Keith Gretzky for joining us on today's edition of The Orders Now. Back at you tomorrow, noon Edmonton time. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.